Good afternoon, baseball fans, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk with Braggs here in Season 3, Episode 58. And today, here we are honored here to have the head baseball coach of Madison High School with us, Coach Garman. Um, how you doing there, Coach? I'm doing well. You can call me Pudge. Pudge. That's what everybody calls me, and uh, okay. that's just a lot easier than saying Jorman. That's right, for sure. Jorman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate uh you coming on uh, here, Pudge, and, uh, you know, uh, great to have. Um, I know that I live in the 757, and I'm a Western Branch alum, but definitely with being a fan of uh, the game of baseball, it's definitely good to have other coaches from uh, within the state to come on. Well, I appreciate it. It's great to be on with you, Mark. Love what you're doing. Love what you're doing for sports in general, but also for the state of Virginia, you know, we take great pride, and I've got some great friends down there, and you're in the 757 rolling right at Western Branch, and Matt Itner, Cox High School, right. two great ones, and, uh, you know, that's uh, you know, and, and many more, but uh, those two guys are special for sure. Right. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd like to piggyback on that uh, first connection. I mean, I, uh, my brother, Mike Ragsdale, graduated in 91 and played for Jim Stenko, and then I graduated in... 94 and I did the stats I could have hit uh but uh my sister uh was a freshman there in uh Western Branch and uh there in the early 90s and uh did the stats there for rookie JV coach uh Roland Wright and uh looking at your career I mean you've been around the game of uh high school baseball for a long time also yeah, I appreciate it. This is my 28th year at Madison. I just hope I hope your sister made it longer than some of Roland's assistant coaches. Yeah, right. I love him. Right. Uh, he goes through coaches like water. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, again, that's just you know what? It's hard to match his uh, dedication level and his commitment to his players. And uh, again, what he's done at Western Branch is Hall of Fame type stuff. And I'm sure we'll see that before long. So uh, I love being at Madison. I'm living the dream every day. I'm, actually getting ready to go watch my, my, you know, my college, I coach in the college league up mm. here at the Potomac league. So yeah. got a bunch of former players out here. So uh, nice. that'll be fun later this afternoon. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. And I know that uh, particularly um, last year, um, you know, you took your team to, to uh, Billy's place there at Miller school. Roland brought his team uh, out there to, um, Miller School on a Saturday, and I thought I was unable to be there in person, but with following it on Game Changer, I thought it was awesome to see a three-way with three great high school baseball programs, two at the public school, one at the private school, and I've, and I've seen here the last eight to ten years people taking a Saturday here to play out of district games. Yeah, well, you know what? Hey, I think they're the same way. Uh, you know, to, to, it was just a no-brainer. That was a great day. You know, you pull. I'd never been to Miller School. And, okay. You know, I, I've known Billy for a while now. We've become really good friends. And Billy Wagner, as great a player, playing career as he had, he's just such a humble person. He was a guy that's going to be a Hall of Famer. Should already be a Hall of Famer in the MLB. Yet wants to be the best high school baseball coaching he wants to help kids and right. we're all in it for the same reason same thing with rolling so we want to sharpen our knife man that's one of the things we talk about in madison you know uh you know iron sharpens iron and um 
I think that that is huge, and that's a big reason why we were able to come back and win another state title. We won it 21 and then do it this year. You know, I looked at our strength and schedule during the season. I was like, man, what did I do? But that <laughs> thing down there, hey, when we pulled into Miller School, it was like, oh, it's like you pull into Harry Potter land, you know? <laughs> it's like, because it's the most beautiful campus. But I got to tell you, that was the weirdest day. It was, it, 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 it was sunny out. It was warm out. It was cold out. It hailed out. The, the power went out. Uh, we ended up getting shut down all against Billy's team. And, you know, it was a great day. And so to spend the day with Roland Wright and Billy Wagner on a baseball field, that's special for sure. And it made us better and, uh, again, helped groom us for this season too. Yeah. Well, before we start talking about here, the run that you guys had here in 2023, let's go back to 2021. I mean, here it was, you know, right after the pandemic and uh, – you know, so just talk about what a great season the 2021 was there for Madison baseball and to end it there in a state championship right on the heels of where across the country we didn't have high school sports with the pandemic there in 2020. Yeah, you know what? That was special. And I'll tell you why. For a couple of reasons. That's a great, great topic. Um I've had some really, I mean, just, I've been blessed with a lot of talent, great teams, great coaches, and, you know, our OT team is the only undefeated team in state history, um, and that was our national championship run right there, and, um, you know, it it was special, for sure, and then 15, we win it, but 21, 2020, we lost to COVID, and we we scrimmaged the defending state champs, Lake Brad, the day before we found out. We knew we were going to be out for a while. We knew the season was going to get canceled. Um, you know what? We had a really good day. We got after defending state champs that day pretty well in a scrimmage. And Coach Thomas and I, anytime we got together, it's like a state championship anyway. Mm-hmm. And I knew we were going to be special. And we had 14 commits, including James Triantos, Bryce Eldridge. I mean, Bryce was a freshman. He was our number I think our seventh option off the mound going to go into that season that year. So um, Murphy, Ryan Murphy, at the JMU's number one, Michael Schultz, who's at College of Charleston, that team was going to be really hard to beat. So we feel like it got taken away from us that year. Right. And we were devastated for those seniors because they were leaders. They worked their tail off all year. Off all year. I just couldn't wait to take the feel like if you played us that year, you were going to be in trouble. Right. And, again, you don't know, and there's I'm sure a lot of teams felt they had good teams that year. But – that was the most talented team I've ever had by far. So then 21, we come out of COVID, and we have a lot of the kids back. And my 21 guys were so committed. We had to train outside. We weren't allowed to go in the weight room. We ran. We, were, we met on the field. Um, they had to go off-site to lift at, at private facilities. Um, but those kids really grew. We grew as a program. While other people were sitting around questioning whether we would play, I knew we were going to play. I knew that the school system knew it was important to get kids back on the field. So we had a, it was a late start to the season. We didn't win state. The state title was on June 26th. You know, it's a day I'll never forget. And uh, we beat a good Colgan team and uh, Triantos almost went perfect coming back on short rest. So it was just a spectacular run, great team. And then, you know, last year we had lost every pitcher because Bryce was hurt in 22. Bryce hurt his hamstring week before the season, so we returned zero innings, zero, and uh, mm-hmm. lost eight games. It wasn't up to our standard, but six of them were by one run. So we knew, you know, with a lot of kids back this year, and I mean a bunch of kids that are just dogs, they're tough kids, and they refused to lose. They learned from last year, and we played, like I said, we played – we prepared to play filet mignon every night. We didn't really prepare for too many. We didn't have any tomatoes on our schedule. So mm-hmm. we got, like, be in Madison, we get everybody's number one every night, and it, it actually made us better. 
So, and that's what it does. And so I'm just super proud of this team this year. And it was just great to get to the top of the mountain with this group. And my son was a senior, which yeah. is really special. Uh, my younger, my youngest son, and we'll be right. going to EMU to play. Oh, nice. Yeah. And looking at your schedule there through, uh, there through game changer, I mean, playing Westfield, uh, Four times, five, yeah. five, 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 five times. Five. Wow, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> right. so. Yeah, it was kind of kind of reminded me, you know, there in uh, there in seventeen, where Western Branch and Cox, you know, faced each other in the regional final, but you know, with an eighteen state tournament, you know, both made it to state. So here this year, you guys played Westfield. You know, but then um, you know, got the got the rematch there um at the uh at the state uh championship game. Yeah, you know what? It was actually and it's funny, the Westfield games were always great games. There was no secrets. Um, you know, friends with our coaches staff, we all right. get along great, we compete like crazy, we wanna beat each other like crazy. You know, the communities, the fans go crazy, huge packed house, you got Bryce Eldridge on one side, yeah. and led the Warhawks. You got Johnny Farmello, his guy who's going to be drafted and uh, going to UVA. Wow. So, you know, it, it, every game, there's 30, 40 scouts there when we played. Wow. So, you know what? We go through, we got them pretty good the first game at their place. And then, you know, we start getting used to each other. And there's, uh, like I said, you know, there are, the Concord Conference, in my opinion, is the toughest conference in Virginia. Uh, it's especially at 6A. And yeah. then, uh, so, you know, every night's a battle. There's no nights off. So then, they got us uh, at the end of the season at our place in a one-run game. And so then we get to the conference final. We walk it off against them in, I think, 10. Um, you know, Navarro hits the ball down the line there. And then regional final, you know, we uh, they came to our place again. And, you know, they, they got us in extra innings, uh, I don't, I, nine or 10. And, you know, and it, it was cool because the first thing I told my kids the next day, we had opportunities. We had bases loaded, nobody out. We had – we had a home run we thought was fair. It was called foul. So that was kind of a, some, some, that was a little bit of adversity we weren't ready for. Um, and then, but then later in the game, we had, like I said, base loaded and nobody out. We couldn't score a run. So, you know what? It wasn't meant to be. But what I told our guys the next day in the classroom was, you know, we didn't practice. We just went in the classroom. We do a lot of mental stuff down the stretch and mm-hmm. just told them, look, we're going to be, then we're going to be the first team to win state championship um, that didn't win the region, you know, huh. and, you know, there's no time to pout. Take, we've always talked about winning the last game. Well, the last <laughs> game means the same championship. Right. So, and to be honest with you, we got hot. We got we got angry. We, we practiced harder than we had practiced in a while. And uh, they answered the bell. They responded. And we were, we were the best team for that week. Uh, we beat Springfield in Springfield. And then we come back. We beat Colgan. It was loaded. I think they had three All-State players. Uh, uh, and, yeah, and, and, you know, and that, that was a rematch. I think Colgan won it. They were ready for it. And uh, you know what? We, 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 we found a way which we did all year. We came from behind numerous times. We could have been out many times. And then uh, in the state final, Westfield, you know what? We did it again, and Bryce came out of the pen on short rest after going to Springfield and um, and struck the base loaded, struck out the side, and he was just electric. And then uh, Eli Navarro drove in the game-winning run again. So, anyway, we got the best on three out of five. Uh, you know, the three out of five. I just know, you know, I was glad there would be no rematch, you know, like Rocky and Apollo Creed. Right. Uh, we were done at that point. So. Yeah, and you know the thing is, you you talk about you know uh, your ace coming out of the bullpen there in the championship game. I mean, it's like uh, high school, college. You know, when you when you're playing in that last game, it's like uh, it, it's like, hey, who 
who can give me an inning or, you know, with um, uh, bring, being a reliever at the time, you know, who can just give me those couple outs here with it being the last game? Everybody's got to be at the ready. Yeah, you know, and we've talked about the day before in the locker room. You know, we had a plan going into the week. Um, and, uh, you know, with Bryce and the draft and coming up like that, you know, you also got to look out for what's his best interest. So, right. to his credit, you know, we, we go into the game. We knew we were going to start Connor Moore because Westfield hadn't seen him. He's our catcher. Okay. And although, you know, Connor's going to Lynchburg, we had, you know, we had with seven D3 commits and two D1 commits, uh, you know, one. Bryce is going to be a first-round draft pick. But, right. um, Connor goes out, and, and when we start Connor, that meant we had to start four sophomores, um, which, you know, but they weren't, at that point in the season, they're really not young kids anymore. They're, they're, these kids all, you know, uh, while they were waiting, they were working. And, uh, you know, and they, they, they were ready. And so, you know, we got a great effort from Kale Yates, the second base that day. He made the playoff for Mello early. Uh, Connor was lights out. Uh, then we had to bridge the gap to Bryce because, uh, you know, Connor hadn't logged a lot of innings for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of hit the walls a hot day. And so then, we, you know, we went to Kale Yates. He threw the day before sophomore. He's going to be a he's going to be a big time player in the state of Virginia. You'll be hearing about him soon. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a young man, left hander, Jackson Bordeaux, who hadn't thrown for us in a game in about a month. Um, threw a lot of air squads, but you know what? Again, we had to bridge the gap. Next thing you know, I look up. Bases are loaded in the fifth, and I see Bryce, you know, down stretching and getting loose, and he just looked down, and my coach said, hey, big boy wants the ball. So I said, all right, let's go. It was probably an inning earlier than we wanted, but we were taking on water, right. and Bryce came in, like I said, struck out the side. He was just – he was 96. His last pitch was 97. Wow. They weren't going to hit him on that day. He already <laughs> faced him two or three times throughout the year, and but the, by far I thought the best stuff he had. Opening night against Marshall was electric, but that night was really electric. Um that night was, you know, like I said, wipeout slider on the state championship day. You want your best stuff in, on the big stage. And that's what Bryce does when he pitched with USA, you know, in the gold, like playing for the USA team, winning gold, being the MVP. Like the kid just always steps up. And uh, again, but that was a complete team effort, man. It was like, it was crazy. I was so proud of these kids for what they accomplished this year. Yeah. And I would like to, you know, uh, a couple minutes ago, you know, where you say, you know, at the end of the season, you guys talked, you know, had practice in the classroom, you know, to, uh, you know, talk mental stuff and not really on the field. I mean, especially, especially nowadays, you know, being a coach to high school players is about relationships, about being a mentor. So even there at the end of the season, there's really not more to take ground balls, to take an extra, you know, session of BP there, there at the end of the season. So what great ideas to, you know, have postseason practice in the classroom and a different, different side of uh, practice. And especially nowadays with uh, being a coach, there to the players and talk about winning at the game of life. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know yeah. what we, uh, it's, you learn as you get older. I've been doing it a long time. And, you know, one of the things that when I was younger, I probably had learned through experience was, you know, if I'm tired, they're tired. My adrenaline's <laughs> pumping. I don't, I, you know, I'm getting enough sleep when I die, right. but you know, I, you know, you go and at the end of the year, if, but you know, 
the day after, man, they, they, you know, I, all I ask them for is their best effort and give yeah. me effort and give me hard nights and play the game hard, play it smart. Well, you know, they're horses. I, I treat them like thoroughbred horses, you know, and, and come playoff time, you know, it was, we already practiced 62 times. We keep, we number every <laughs> practice sheet. You know, we have a practice plan for every day. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a whole lot more in June you're going to get on the baseball field. Yeah, you want your reps, but you know what? These kids hit every day. I think I always think it's more important down the stretch. We've had great success in the postseason at Madison uh, over the years. And, and I always feel like, you know what, we got it's our job to keep the horses fed and keep them rested. And if I do that, they're going to run. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, you, you know, your catcher's catching all these high-energy games. Your pitchers are dealing, you know, your hitters. So we get more done talking and just talking about what we can do better, how we can do it, how we can handle pressure. You know, what did you guys think about this? And what's great about our kids is, you know, we do this all year. We do a lot of team-building exercises. We spend a lot of time in the weight room. They're not afraid to call each other out. Nobody takes it personal. It's, it's a real mature group. We run like a college program. I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. But for us, you got to know your team. you got to know your talent level. you got to know, you know, and I feel like this group, you know, a lot of these kids have been with me since they were 9 years old, 10 years old, and I just feel like I really knew this group as well as any group I had. You know, they, they're talented, but they might not have been the most as talented as some of the teams. I don't think we were the most talented team on the field every night throughout the regional state playoff. But I think, you know what, they refused to lose, and they didn't flinch, man. They just, they were... You know, people talk about kids today, oh, they don't want to work or they're soft. Well, I can tell you this, not this group, this group, these group, these guys were a bunch of dogs, man. They love to get after it. Right. So. Yeah. And, you know, what led you to take the job at at Madison? I mean, I know that you've uh, you've been there for 20 plus years, but what what led you to go and lead that baseball program? Uh, you know what? That was easy. That's an easy one to answer for me. That was my dream job. I nice. I grew up in Vienna. I lived oh. on Nutley Street my whole life, two minutes from Madison High School. Right. Um, you know, all my best friends went there. Back in the day, when I went to high school, the, it was split. Vienna, the town was split. So, you know, like a, a quarter of the town went to Oakton. That was where right. I I was literally directly two minutes from Madison, five minutes from Oakton. And then when I was a senior, my little brother went to Madison while I was going to Oakton. So right. anyway, but I grew up, all my best friends were in Vienna. I played all Vienna youth sports growing up, football, basketball, baseball, man. I was a town junkie and, mm-hmm. and uh, or a townie, as you would call it. And so for me, I was at Marshall as an assistant for eight years, man, and it was the greatest eight years of my life because I grew up under absolute legends in Dean Sisler, the baseball coach, uh, Mike Skinner, who's won numerous state championships. Roland Wright's calling me right now, matter of fact. Uh, Mike Skinner, um, you know, uh, Neil Callahan, Pete Bendorf, these guys, like Rick Wells, I, I, they basically took me and I was that young guy that was full of, you know, energy and probably nice. a little cocky and they kind of showed me the way, man. And I was smart enough to listen. So, you know, um, it was, it, it was, I basically, when I went to interview at Madison, there's 34 people interviewed wow. to this day. I, I, I actually send my, the principal who hired me to Bob Clark has passed away. Mm. Um, but to this day, every year after the season, I call my athletic director who hired me, Charlie Austin, who lives, uh, Lake of the Woods now. And I thank him or I text him and thank him for, for giving me my opportunity. Cause I feel like I still just am truly blessed to have gotten that job with so many great candidates. And, uh, so, you know, when, you know, when I interviewed, I told my wife at the time we were engaged and we were just getting ready to get married. Yeah. And this was 1995 in the 95-96 school year. It was July 5th, the day I got offered the job. Nice. Um, yesterday, actually. Right. Yeah. It was 29 years ago yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, and I literally said to her, you know what? 
I crushed it because this is the job I've wanted my whole life. I was ready. And if they don't hire me, it's only because they don't want a guy from across town high school. <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, Bob Clark, which really ironic, I want to tell you this because I think this is you know, the Lord has a plan for all of us. But on Father's Day, I was in an airport coming back from a cruise a week after the state championship. And I got a text from Bob Clark, the principal who hired me. His daughter reached out to me on Facebook and sent me an instant message introducing herself. And I had met her when she was in high school. Uh-huh. And just told me how much her dad and mom really, you know, loved me and told stories about me. And she wanted to congratulate me on the state title. And I just feel like, man, I'm, you know, again, time's flying. And I, I again, I want to keep doing it. I don't have plans of leaving Madison. I, I, nice. I retired from the school day, but I plan on being a baseball coach there for, you know, unless, uh, you know, I decided to do something at the next level, which I've had those opportunities. Right. I just, I wouldn't want to coach high school baseball anywhere else. I, I had a nice opportunity to go to Charleston, South Carolina, not too long ago mm-hmm. to a very prestigious high school. And that was a hard decision. But, you know, right now, Madison is just, I'm living in my hometown. Right. It was easy. Yeah. There's nowhere else I want to coach high school baseball. Yeah. Yes. And you know what, um, Pudge, here, I appreciate your time on the heels of winning the state championship. I mean, Bryce, you know, I mean, what uh, exciting time here for uh, him and for the baseball program here come uh, Sunday or Monday. Yeah, Sunday night. It's going to be Sunday night. Right, okay. If he's not a first rounder, there's there's 28 pretty stupid <laughs> teams of people in this in this country right. um, that are getting paid a lot of money to, to overthink it because this kid, uh, we obviously. Bryce is I've never seen there's no 18 year old kid on the planet that, that looks like him right that can do what he can do he, you know he's six seven almost six eight but he's athletic he's not awkward at all you see kids that big normally you know you don't they're not as athletic well he is super athletic uh he can throw the ball 97 miles an hour he's got to be a triple digit guy uh he's still got more in the tank and the pitching wow. thing he's still getting better he gets better every day he goes to the mound I mean he's still growing now as a hitter he's been the best hitter you know, in this area, since I first put eyes on him at eight years old, nine years old, I used to have to coach against him in Little League All-Stars. <laughs> I couldn't get him out. And, you know, but but you know what? I think the great story for me is when he became a freshman. And him and I were just doing Japanese media yesterday. We did three hours interviews. They're doing a big thing over there because a lot of people are, you know, kind of, you know, they're comparing the, you know, uh, Shohei Otani. And right. I don't think that's fair to either one of them. Right. I think Bryce is going to be a totally different player. But right. I get it. And I understand yeah. it. People love to compare in sports. But the thing about Bryce is he came in as a freshman in high school. He wanted to be a pure hitter, not just a power hitter. Wow. So he wanted to learn how to hit the ball to the backside of the field and in direction. And now, you know what? We worked his freshman year. We, we, he worked his tail off. We put the time in, in the cages over the winter. And, you know, then COVID hits. But I'll tell you what, when he came out of COVID, man, he could go foul pole to foul pole with anybody. Wow. And, uh, you know, he proved that in that in the USA. I think it was a silver, I mean, the gold medal game or the semifinal against Japan. I can't remember. He hit a ball left center field, uh, you know, 453 feet of wood. So he's got unbelievable power. And uh, I, I'm just going to tell you, he's he's ready, man. He's ready. He's mature. He's going he's gonna to be an incredible representative for some organization. He'll be the face of some organization someday soon. Uh, and he's committed to be a two-way guy. If he, and if he ends up being a one-way guy, so be it. But I think I, any team's crazy not to take a look at both. Yes. Yes. And I would, uh, before we finish up, I mean, uh, you mentioned that uh, your youngest son was a senior this year. And I know about uh, 
your other son playing at Lynchburg. So, you know, talk about here getting the opportunity of being the head coach of having your boys uh, play for you. Well, I'll say this, Mark. You know what? We're a baseball family. And uh, right. I got to tell you, um, my wife, Beth, is, she's just tremendous. And like I said, uh, she's our, my biggest fan, our biggest fan. She's also my harshest, harshest critic. <laughs> so uh, behind every good man, there's a wife that's not afraid to tell you the truth, right. her opinion anyway. So, I mean, you have to agree on it. But my daughter, Samantha's the oldest, and she yeah. actually was at a baseball Madison game the second day she got out of the hospital because we didn't have one the first day. She is now at College of Charleston. She's yeah. director of baseball. Operations. She was named the first female Division One coach last year in the history of the game. So I'm super proud of her because right. she's doing her thing in the in the game of baseball. And then Josh, those he's in Lynchburg and he had another tremendous year. Led the team in hitting uh, for average, uh, huge on base. He's a left-handed pitcher, two-way guy himself. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but also was top five in the conference in hitting, which was something special. I'm getting ready to watch him pitch in his college one day. And then Trevor. Like I coached Josh. Josh graduated 19. Samantha was graduated 17. Okay. And then uh, to Trevor this year. So, and Trevor's going to play like for I said for Adam Posey at EMU. So they'll be facing each other in the ODAC. We had a little trash talk going on at the dinner table last night. <laughs> and, you know, Trevor reminded Josh maybe he hadn't struck out yet this summer, and Josh did yesterday. So there's a little bit of that. So Josh says, "Well, I'm taking the ball against you guys. And we'll see." <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that the next few years. But uh, like I said, we're excited, Josh. You know, it was a bad injury. He kind of got dealt a cheap shot, um, which went viral, and everybody saw it. Uh, So it took him his national championship run away, but he still made a big difference um, doing the things he does and and, and leading his team. And so anyway, but Trevor, to win a a state title, you know, watch Josh win the national title a week before with his teammates in Iowa. And then for us to win a state title a week later, we all – we all went on a cruise. We played down in the Latin America, down in the Caribbean. Uh, we left the day, the night of the state championship. And so we took all these college players. So we got to celebrate the national title, uh, the state title. And it was a, just, a, it's been a great whirlwind of a couple of weeks for sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just one final thing. I mean, my brother, uh, Mike Ragsdale played uh, for the Winchester Royals there, uh, 93, 94. You know, so I know about the Valley League. You know what? Uh, what are you doing uh, this summer here, uh, Potomac League? I've got a couple of things. I love working with the high school kids. So I'm I, my baseball academy, MVP baseball school is. I'm, I, I oversee my 24s, the top group that okay. basically helping kids get to college. We had 25 out of 30 of our players get into college last year. I expect us to have another 20, 25 get in this year, and which is really saying something. But I'm also in, in 2020, uh, Rob Honey, the coach of Westfield, myself, and former legendary coach Scott Rowland, who's now down in Florida. We started the Northern Virginia uh, College League, and okay. really because there was no place for Division Three. All these great ODAC players really couldn't get in the Cal Ripken League or didn't have a place. So we decided to let you know what from the put. You know, we had a couple of the ODAC coaches mention it to me, and and uh, and then also you know I, I reached out to a guy like Tommy Slater who's in big league baseball with the Marlins and worked with hitters and picked his brain and Pat McMahon's bring the ex-coach of Florida. Yeah. So then he like, why don't you start a short summer league? So we did. Instead of playing 70 games or 60 games, like some leagues, we literally played for five weeks. We played with playoffs, a single elimination tournament. It's like 25 games. We started like right to, about the 24th of June, and we finished July 30th. Well, next thing you know, this past year, we got bought out. Capital One said, what if we build you a field here at Tyson's? 
So oh. we've got this beautiful stadium now that we're playing in. Right. All the games are there. We have seven teams. It's uh, some really, really talented college baseball players. You've got guys that are rising seniors. You've got guys that are rising freshmen that the best high school players are playing in. And they can come here, and we play four games a week. And uh, it's been unbelievable. So I, I've been coaching the Chili Dogs. This will be my third year doing it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we won it two years ago. Last year we lost in the final. And right now we're in first place in the regular season. It's 7-2. and two. So it's a lot of fun. I've got some of the Lynchburg boys and yeah. uh, a bunch of other ODAC kids. And so it's it's a lot of fun. And both my boys are playing. It was fun to oh, see yeah. them at second and first base the other day, healthy back playing again. So um, we're getting huge crowds. The, the governor was here. Governor yeah. Duncan joined yeah, us on the 4th of July. Yeah. And like I said, it's all over social media. So if you ever get a chance, Mark, come on up. We'd love yeah. to have you. Yeah, well, you know what, Pudge? I mean, uh, real quick, you bring up Pat McMahon when when my brother, uh, you know, pitched uh, for Jim Farr there at uh, William & Mary, the Old Dominion uh, head coach before he went back to Mississippi State was that guy, Pat McMahon, that eventually went on to Florida. So it's definitely a small world here in the game of baseball. Well, let me tell you, Coach Mack is one of the most genuine people I've ever met. He's one of the best people in baseball. You know, he's currently working with the Yankees, working on uh, kind of running that player development for them. Right. Um, and uh, one of the best practice players I've ever been around, just knows so much. And, you know, he, he was a great mentor to me early in my career. We've remained great friends. Nice. Um, you know, Tommy Slater, like I said, out of Richmond, uh, was the head coach of VMI was the head coach at Auburn. Now he's with the Marlins. So it is baseball is a special game. And, you know, I've got friendships all over the country, uh, not just with high school, but college and professional coaches. And it was great to see Brian O'Connor from UVA just getting, but he's getting inducted in the yeah. ABC Hall of Fame. I couldn't be more excited for O. And uh, so again, it, it is, man. But Pat McMahon, just the best of the best. And I, you know, we just talked a couple weeks ago and like I said, Virginia baseball has come a long way and we've all done our, our, our diligence to give kids in this state the best opportunity. They don't just play the game of Florida and Texas and California. Right. Very <laughs> That's right. Hey, and I think on that summer 93 Winchester Royals team that my brother won the Valley League, the head coach was a George Mason grad student by the name of Dayton Moore. And I think the, oh. I think the hitting coach was was uh, Slater there. So uh, definitely a small world here that uh, my brother had an arm issue, so he didn't continue on with baseball. And he's been in the business world, but, uh, you know, for 20 plus years. But I have been able to get Dayton Moore on a previous episode. So uh, yeah. P- Pudge, thanks again for your time. Mark, I want to thank you, Dayton. Just so you know, Dayton, uh, we go way back. Dayton's, again, another Northern Virginia guy doing great. His wife, Marianne, actually, I grew up with the elementary, middle, and high school with her. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it is a small world. And baseball is a great game. And like I said, you know, we're lucky enough to have guys like you that want to share and talk about it. And uh, like I said, we're all out for one thing. It's to help kids and the next generation be the best they can be and give them the opportunities that we also got. So, Thank you so much for having me, Mark. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best, and I'll always be listening. Well, thanks. Hey, quick shout out! Quick shout out to uh, Lynchburg baseball. My son Josh, yes. Lucas Jones. Yes. Uh, the podcast you do with Lucas, he's a class guy. I mean, him and his staff, outstanding. He just got uh, ABCA coach of the year, so we'll celebrate him wow. uh, down in Dallas next year. But wow. again, it's just been a great year for the state of Virginia all the way wow. around. Yes, and uh, definitely haven't personally met. Uh, uh, Coach Jones, but it was uh, great to have him uh, come on. And being a Lynchburg alum, 
and bringing that baseball program back to what it was there in the early days of the ODAC and definitely on the heels of winning a national championship. Well, I don't think we've heard the last of him. I'll tell you right. that. There's still, he's, he's back at work already. Yes. Well, hey, Pudge, uh, thanks again and have a great uh, – have a great game tonight, and uh, next time I'm in uh, Northern Virginia, maybe we can uh, meet up, or I'll have to check that uh, that Capital One uh, field there in Tyson's. Well, you come to Cap One, Mark, and I'll take you to Vienna for a chili dog afterward. How about that? All there right. you go. Sounds good, All right, bro. All right, Pudge. All right. All right, fans. So that was uh, Madison head baseball coach uh, Pudge with us uh, today.